Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. Sponsored by Head Check Health. HeadCheck Health bridges gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. Join organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada, who rely on HeadCheck to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadCheckHealth.com for more. June is bringing your awareness month in Canada, and so throughout June, this podcast will be hosted by Cassandra and Miriam of the of my local brain injury, brain injury association, the Newfoundland Labrador Brain Injury Association, NLBIA. Welcome to Confession Talk Podcast. My name is Cassandra Stockley. I'm the coordinator of programs and services with the Newfoundland and Labrador Brain Injury Association, and I have my co-host Miriam Wolfel. Hello. <laughs> she is our recreational programs counselor for the summer. We're both with the NLBIA. And as this is Brain Injury Awareness Month, Nick has been so kind as to let us host his podcast for the month. So thank you so much for that, Nick. Uh, we also have a lot of really awesome board members who have been on previous episodes of Concussion Talk with Nick like Jennifer, Erica, and Carrie Lee, who were on our first episode that we hosted this month. So if you haven't listened to that, definitely check that one out. You get to meet a few of our other board members. But today it's going to be kind of just a casual conversation between myself and Miriam because we haven't really gotten a chance to um, talk amongst ourselves and let everyone know who we are. Unless you listened to the podcast last year, you did get to meet us a little bit during the month of June as well. So Miriam, I'm going to ask you some questions first. Awesome. Um, what is your educational background for the listeners? Yeah, so I have a um, Bachelor of Arts in Psychology um, from Memorial University. I just graduated in December, actually. So um, yeah, that's kind of my background. Um, I have experience working uh, a lot with children and um, young adults who have disabilities. Um, so I've done that in various cities and locations. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a background on 
myself, I guess. Yeah, you actually moved back to Calgary, right? Before coming back to us. I did, yes. Um, I did a bit of ABA therapy there um, with young kids who were ages two to six. So that was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been around the NLBIA for quite some time previously as a volunteer, actually, when I first met you, what got you interested in brain injury? Um, yeah. So studying psychology, there's a lot of, um, I guess, overlaps with brain injuries. Um, uh, I definitely focused more on the mental illness side. So there, obviously after someone suffers a brain injury, there's a lot of mental health, um, issues that go into it afterwards. Uh, so I was really motivated to kind of help on that side, help individuals, you know, with um, anxiety disorders, mood disorders, depressive disorders. Um, so I heard about you guys, I think it was in 2020. Um, and uh, I know you guys were kind of starting your technology toolkits back then, uh, which was actually helping brain injury survivors uh, just with different technology and uh, how to kind of go through that. So um, yeah, I kind of uh, sent you a message and uh, we started with those and just creating um, different documents for those technology toolkits. Um, and I was just really motivated and inspired by the organization. So. Uh, last summer, I applied for the program counselor position and um, really enjoyed that, uh, working with the ABLE program. It runs every Thursday from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Um, yeah, and I've been really enjoying getting to know the brain injury survivors there that come every week. Uh, so that's kind of, I guess, how I got started. Yeah, no, the ABLE program is actually a really important program that we have. Um, in future weeks, what can people expect if they're interested in joining our ABLE group? Um, yeah, so we have uh, a lot of different activities set up. Um, we do, uh, lately we've been playing a lot of card games. Um, we uh, have been doing some paintings. Um, and then just this past Thursday, we made little bunnies out of socks. They were really cute. Um, so yeah, we can, uh, you can expect to do a lot of crafts. Um, and then we're hoping on those days where it's a bit nicer outside, hopefully, um, where you can maybe do some outings as well. Uh, last year, we visited the botanical gardens, which was really successful. So I'm hoping we can maybe do something like that uh, in the upcoming weeks as well. Yeah, hopefully we get some sunshine, but good old Newfoundland weather hasn't really been working out for us yet this year, has it? Uh, no, <laughs> but we're hoping for a bit more sun. So, yeah, um, I guess I'll turn it over to you, Cassandra. So um, you're the program coordinator. Uh, how did you get involved in the uh, Newfoundland Brain Injury Association. Yeah, so I actually did my undergrad at Memorial Lake U in psychology. I did a Bachelor of Science, um, and then I actually went on and did a grad program in brain disorders management from Mohawk College in Ontario. And during that program, I had a work term, 
And I ended up being placed here. And the individual who was my supervisor, Aaron, who actually held the position before me, actually ended up having this exact same education as me, did the exact same undergrad, did the same grad program. So I ended up coming here and she was my supervisor. And it was just a really great experience. Um, so Aaron actually moved on to Eastern Health after. And um, that is actually how I got offered position here. But I also have a bit of a personal connection to brain injury. I've had several concussions over the years growing up in sports, um, artistic swimming of all sports. Uh, you basically goes to show that you don't really know which, when or where you're going to get a concussion. Um, sports such as like hockey, rugby, football, concussions are all talked about, all very well known that it is a risk. But other sports, it's not really something that's so much talked about, but it does happen for sure. Yeah. So can you tell us a bit more about your personal experience with concussions? Like what were your symptoms? Um, how did you find like the healthcare system here in Newfoundland regarding, um, you know, those kind of brain injuries? Yeah. So I actually had my first concussion. I believe it was in 2013 or 2014. Um, I did not recognize signs, symptoms, anything, had not a clue, continued doing my regular daily activities as well as training. And then a couple of months later, I just wasn't feeling well. I had headaches. I was kind of nauseous, a little bit of brain fog, really had no idea what was happening. Um, I spoke to my coaches about it and they were like, you should probably go to a doctor because that sounds like it could be a concussion. So needless to say, it was, I was diagnosed like two months after the initial concussion. Um, so I really didn't receive the level of care that I should have received. Um, and when I went to a doctor, the recommendation was to lie down in a dark room, don't do anything. And um, obviously, at that point in time, that's what was kind of known. And that was basically the belief. However, research has come such a very long way since then. And we now know that that information was not good information at all. Um, you should not be lying in a dark room doing nothing for weeks on end. That is not going to help your symptoms. It's, yeah, it's really bad information. So unfortunately, um, in subsequent concussions as well, I was told pretty much the same sort of thing. Um, it wasn't until my last concussion that a doctor even mentioned to me that there was such thing as rehabilitation for concussions. So several concussions in is when I found out that there were private clinics that I could go to to receive some sort of treatment to help ease my symptoms other than just lying around in a dark room, just waiting for things to get better when they really were not getting better at all. Yeah, I um, I totally understand your struggles with that. I had a sister who played a lot of volleyball, so she also um, had you know, had symptoms of concussions, but um, there really wasn't a lot of treatment advice that she was given except for lying down and not looking at a screen and being in a dark room. So um, can you tell us about uh, some of the treatments that 
really helped you kind of get back on your feet after after those concussions? Yeah, so a, a lot of the treatments that I received were kind of balance-based because my balance was affected um, significantly for a little while there. So it was a lot of kind of focusing on like one spot and standing on one foot and like things that you wouldn't necessarily like associate with concussion rehabilitation, but they were things that helped me out quite a quite a bit. Um, they kind of probably seem silly to somebody who hasn't had a concussion or even somebody who has when they're first doing them, but doing those exercises, even if they are something that's like not, that's something that you might think is silly, um, actually did help in my recovery a fair amount. Something as simple as just little things like that definitely did make a difference for sure. Yeah, awesome. Um, and for the Brain Injury Association, um, where can people go if they want to learn more about treatment options for concussions, but also, you know, other brain injuries? Yeah, so we actually have a lot of resources on our website, www.nlbia.ca. However, you can also contact us here at the office. So you can send us an email at info at nlbia.ca or call us at 709-221-1288 and we'll be able to help you um, get the proper resources because there's a lot of stuff that you can find on the internet right now. But just because you find something on the internet doesn't mean that it's coming from a good source. So we can kind of help you out with those reputable resources. Um, we also are going to be offering uh, presentations about concussion, specifically to sports teams and schools, um, youth primarily. Um, through help of the CLFC, which is the Concussion Legacy Foundation of Canada. They developed a really awesome team up against concussion presentation program, and they were willing to train our volunteers in it. So we're hoping that we'll be able to um, have our volunteers out in the community delivering those presentations to the individuals who are impacted heavily by concussion. So individuals who are youths in sports or recreation programs, um, youth are primarily the um, population affected by concussion through sport and recreational activities. Um, there's a really high prevalence there. So we really want to target them to ensure that they're getting the proper education to be able to determine what the signs and symptoms of a concussion may be, because that's not something that people know. Actually, I believe it's one in two Canadians have no idea what any signs or symptoms of concussion even are. So we're hoping by educating that target population and educating them fairly young that they'll be able to at least recognize the signs and symptoms of concussion. Um, and from that, they'll be able to receive the proper care because that is so important. You want to ensure that you're getting that um care earlier on rather than later because there's complications that come when you're trying to push through your normal day-to-day -day life um, when you are trying to recover from a concussion. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, that's awesome. I think sharing that information is so important um, because like like we've said so many times previously, um, it's hard to to know if if the information just isn't out there. Um, so what other like events and services uh, do you guys have coming up at the Brain Injury Association um, to kind of, you know, share information on brain injuries and things like that. Yeah. So being that this is Brain Injury Awareness Month, we actually have a lot of different events happening. Um, we've participated in proclamation signings with the city of St. John's, the city of Mount Pearl. We also have a few building lightings. There was one at Government House, another one at Mount Pearl City Hall. And by the time this podcast is out, we'll have another one actually on the night before at the Confederation Building. So all these things kind of help us spread awareness of Brain Injury Awareness Month, and it kind of helps entice people to figure out what exactly brain injury is, um, signs, symptoms, and with that awareness comes education. Um, as always, we offer our ABLE program, which you previously mentioned, on Thursday afternoons from 1 to 3 p.m., which is a really awesome peer support and recreational group, um, which is an opportunity that a lot of our survivors don't really get otherwise. A lot of them are pretty isolated, not really doing much. So that enables them to um, communicate with their peers um, and participate in opportunities that they may not have received prior. Um, We're also going to be at a conference this summer. Um, It's a transportation conference here in St. John's. I believe it's actually a national conference. And the Government Department of Digital Services actually is letting us use their booth for a day. So we're going to spread some awareness about brain injury um, 
And the theme is actually road safety. So a lot of brain injuries happen through motor vehicle accidents. So we're going to spread some awareness there about brain injury and, of course, prevention in doing things such as wearing your seatbelt when you're driving, not drinking and driving, or being under the influence of any kind of substance in driving. We also um, kind of help link individuals to different community services or public health system services that they may not know exist. So unfortunately, a lot of times here, um, when you have a brain injury, you're not entirely sure where to go in the healthcare system, what services exist, what doesn't exist. So we can kind of help steer individuals in the right direction because social workers don't really have the time um, to direct people to the proper care as their caseloads are fairly overwhelming, as is everything in the public health care system currently. So we're here to help with things like that, as well as education through the form of presentations like we previously mentioned. But we don't just do presentations on primarily concussion. We can do presentations on other topics of interest in terms of brain injury as well. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I know even with, you know, the technology toolkits presentations, um, it's fairly easy if you do have the volunteers and the people to help out um, to kind of get that information out there. So, um, yeah, I guess, uh, do you know the day and the time of the event that will be taking place? Um, yeah, so we I haven't been given actually yet, but... a date yet because okay. there is another nonprofit group using their booth on the other day. So it's either July 17th or 18th but we haven't been confirmation for the exact date yet. Okay, yeah, so I guess um, we'll keep you posted on that information. Um, so that's everything, uh, all the questions I have. Um, I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to share with the listeners. Yeah, so I think like the point that you touched on with the mental health was very, very important. Um, Actually, right now, the provincial health care services, they're working on developing programming for individuals who have some kind of neurological conditions, such as brain injury, um, as well as a dual diagnosis, such as a mental health um, issue, whether that be anxiety or depression. Um, there's a long list of things that can accompany a brain injury in terms of mental health. And we're actually participating in a working group with the um, Provincial Health Service currently to help develop that programming because that is a complete gap in the healthcare system right now. Um, mental health and brain injury, there hasn't really been anything developed for those two things together and they do co-occur so often. So it's really nice to see that the government is acknowledging that and working on implementing services to um, kind of help in that area because that's something that's been overlooked for so long now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's really important. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What yeah, I feel like that was a brief podcast, <laughs> but it's quick introduction to myself and Miriam. Um, who you will be hearing in yet another episode, hopefully. 
um, for the last episode in June. I don't believe we have a guest nailed down for that one yet, but that's no problem. We sure will. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And yeah, that's a little bit about our programming and our services for anyone who may be interested in accessing those things. If there's something that interested you that we spoke about, or if there's something that you have questions about, you can definitely feel free to contact us. Um, I did mention our phone number, our email address, and our website. However, we're also on social media. So if you wanted to follow us on Facebook, at NL Brain Injury Association or Instagram at NL Brain Injury Association. Really easy, keeping it consistent there. Um, you can definitely find out more of the activities that we have popping up throughout the summer or throughout the year. We do post fairly frequently on those things and we're trying to get a little bit better, a little bit more posts and we'll actually have another student joining us this summer. So hopefully we'll keep the consistency going on those platforms as well if you're interested in learning more about us. 